Cher better watch her back, because Matt Brown is ready to steal her new man. Today, comedian Matt Brown, who's been described as 80% Kathy Griffin and 20% hood rat, joins us to take a look at Cher's very famous ex-lovers, Chris Rock's selective outrage comedy special, and why, despite the best of intentions, asking people's pronouns in the workplace could violate their privacy. Although former President Trump did not get arrested on Tuesday for the hush money payment to Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign, folks are enjoying AI-generated hilarious photos of Trump behind bars with Melania cackling while holding a glass of white wine. And an AI version of Mariah Carey singing I'm Every Woman makes the rounds online. Could we see our favorite celebrities singing our favorite songs instantly at our request in the near future? I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. And this is Feast of Fun. Every gender, it's all in me. Any pronoun you want to throw at me, I'll do it naturally. She, he, they, z. I'm every gender. Come on, Matt, sing along. We're gonna get him therapy. I'm every gender. We're gonna get him help as soon as we can afford it. Please donate at feastoffun.com. We're gonna <laughs> get Fausto professional help. Today, we're talking about, of course, all the hot news that's on everybody's minds. Our guest today is comedian Matt Brown. Yes. Who's kind of a, like a, a Archie Bunker, George Jefferson. And uh, Corey and Dory had a baby. A Dorian Corey. Dorian Corey. And also, maybe could we throw in someone like actually glamorous and non-murdery? <laughs> could we just get one pretty person who never hurt nobody? Uh, George Ross. Jefferson Thank never you. hurt Thank anybody. You. Sherman Helmsley never hurt anybody. Yeah, he was a lover. He was a swinger. Yeah. He was a bisexual Well, swinger. depending on how big his package was, he might have hurt some people on accident. <laughs> so we don't want to speak on his behalf. Because some short kings out there be packing. You know, with, with all this, like, you know, trans rights and attack on trans people and, and you know, laws being passed against yeah, drag queens and all that stuff, a lot of people want to be allies. They want to be supportive of all this stuff. And so that so more and more people come up to me and they're like, Fausto, what are your gender pronouns? And I say, you have no right to ask me about private medical information. Thank you very much. How dare you? And, you know, and I guess I would ask you this, even though we're pretty close friends. You're, I consider you like a surrogate child. Yeah, one of the many things that have come out a of your ass boy. and lived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Matt, what, what are your preferred pronouns? Uh, uh, why do you, why do you uh, groan and wince when people ask you that question? Like, I I cannot think of any casual interaction I've ever had with a stranger where they would need to fucking know. And what do you usually tell them? I, I normally obfuscate. Like, I normally just, like, try and be cute. Because you're very gender you point, fluid. Do you point them to your website, Miss Brown Comedy? Well, yeah, but if you read my bio, it says Ms. Brown He. So, okay. like, we're here to confuse and scare <laughs> and intimidate. <laughs> but my favorite thing about it is, like, I can show up to a gig looking very straight, no makeup, very casual clothes, and people will walk up to me calling me Ms. Brown, and I'm like, do I, do I look like ma'am to you? So, like, to me, my stage name is probably the best joke I've ever written, because it makes straight people not know where they are and what they're looking at at any time. <laughs> like, it's kind of like a magic trick. But you're like Rambo if Jim Rambo was a gender warrior. Oh, oh, 
take no prisoners. You you you're gonna go for the jugular if it's if it's the right thing to I do. I don't know about the whole. I don't know. I'm just, when you shoot guns, veins pop out of your nipples. I do not like the image of me holding a gun. Like I'm Appalachian and I'm a hillbilly, but just I don't know when I see. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it with the guns. Like that makes me really uncomfortable. I've turned down acting auditions because I won't touch guns. Did you ever watch First Blood or Rambo the sequel? Whereas it was a criticism against the Vietnam War, believe it or not. First Blood, that's not a book about your period. That's not. <laughs> no, that's thank God it's me. Or, are you there? Me, it's Margaret. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are you there, God? It's me, period. <laughs> and and uh, you didn't bleed out of your ass. Sylvester you went to Stallone Jamaica. plays a, a Vietnam, Vietnam War vet who has uh-huh. been abused by the government and sent into a situation that he can't win. And he finds out that he's on the wrong side of good. Mm-hmm. And so he fights the good fight. And there's a scene in the second movie where he had been juicing up and he has all muscled out and his veins were popping out of his nipples. Mm -hmm. And he goes into this room with a bunch of computers. Mm -hmm. This is a real scene. And he has a machine gun and he goes, and he shoots down all the computers. (laughs) Fight the real enemy. Technology. I I promise you, if I ever have veins sticking out of my nipples and there's three lights on it, it's not a movie set. I'm at a hospital. Like I, (laughs) that, that sounds dangerous. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so when people approach you and they ask, want to know, because I think, you know, your gender identity in some regards is is private medical information and trans people are hiding mm-hmm. in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And all these people are like, you know, there's like, well, we want to we just want to prevent, you know, men from competing in women's sports and all this shit. And it's all a bunch of nonsense. And, and part of it is, you know, just let the kids trans swim. people are already involved in your shit and you just don't know it. You know, and and so part of it is like all these anti drag laws and anti trans laws are really just trying to basically go after which is privacy. You feel, Matt, if that we don't have any privacy in this country. Well, like, I just think if they want to level the playing field in yeah. sports, like what if they just made all the kids wear floaties? <laughs> like, okay, does it matter? <laughs> like I think that would level the playing field nice I'm and sure evenly. Some kids do wear floaties. I'm sure, like, like second grade or something. Yeah, no, but yeah. I want to see like okay, if you want like if you're afraid that your high school daughter is going to have to compete with somebody who's not cisgender, okay, everyone's wearing floaties in the deep end of the pool. Okay, no one's going that fast. We're all just gonna <laughs> we're all taking a step back, but. Um, yeah, no, I typically just say whatever comes out of your mouth first is fine, or I don't care, or do I look like some kind of liberal to you? Like, I, <laughs> uh, one, one of those answers will typically. Well, because you present as very gender ambiguous. Really? Wearing, right now, do I look ambiguous well, to you? Well, on stage, you know, so yeah. you're wearing a lot of makeup, you're wearing very flamboyant costumes. You wear full-on eye makeup and I, lipstick. I thought and I presented more as a contour. cartoon character. Which is... Yeah. I, oh, is that what you're going for? Yeah, I thought like I, I thought and that's I, the doctress. Oh, I thought it was like you were trying to be like I'm Audrey Hepburn. Look at me. I'm like sort of like trans human being because like here's the thing: me as a beautiful woman. Okay, sure. It's just that she's trans. Yeah. No, I'm saying trans human being, trans species. That's we're just going straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going like straight into alien territory, okay. like alien cartoon character. So you're like the uh, xenomorph that plants babies into your stomach. Absolutely. Like yeah. nothing, nothing over here is real. And Not the only even way they bur- give birth is by bursting through your chest. So do you worry yeah. about showing up like the way you look at stage? 
you mm-hmm. worry that you're going to show up at uh, some random library on a Sunday afternoon reading to kids <laughs> and, and you're going to get arrested? Are you worried about that? Well, I mean, my niece and nephew did once ask me at an IHOP in Westport, Missouri. Uncle Matt, are you a boy or a girl? So, and I was wearing a hoodie at the time. <laughs> so I, I, I do sort of think about that at all the times. But okay. um, yeah, no, I don't really think I'm ever going to have problems at a gig. Um, I have like performed for children, mm-hmm. but it's never been like planned. Like I show well, up because you the- worked at a McDonald's, you were playing what Ronald McDonald's for. <laughs> no, like sometimes people just tell you to show up at like some charity gig, and like you just assume that there's not going to be kids, and then you get there and you see like preteens, and it's like. <laughs> They're going to hear a lot of new words. No. <laughs> Do fast food franchises now have like, you know, people dress up as Wendy's no, or I Burger mean, King or Mac- Ronald McDonald? Sure. Because, you know, I imagine that with these laws pa- being passed now, they could arrest the mascot of some fast food place. <laughs> Why can't they start arresting vendors? furries? Start there. Get <laughs> yeah, all those. But when people. do you ever see a furry? One time furries are hard to find. But sometimes they keep isolated. Yeah, but I saw one out in public once, yeah. and I about shit in my pants. I've never left a bar so fast. Listen, I love everybody, but like not next to me. Fast when I took a furry home once, he was very, very sexy. Oh no, he was a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a dog, and then when we got him home. He was completely shaved from like the neck down. Every hair on his body was gone. He's like, he just wanted hair on the outside. Well, he unzipped his, his fur costume. Yeah. You know, he was dressed like a, a, a dog that likes to go snowboarding. And can I say his name? I don't I think mean, so. No. Well, his name was like a pose from like snowboarding, you know, like a whatever a move, that means. Like hang 10, you know, or, or. Yeah, like I know about fucking snowboarding. totally tubular totally tubular okay didn't tony hawk and the funny thing about it is is like you know later on like we were at the beach this is is a different person and this is a person who identifies as a puppy as a human dog right um and i and i was like hey there's jesse (laughs) he's a dog he and he's i'm not into bio pups and i was just like you are an idiot Shit like this is just like, I'm just <laughs> waiting for a Republican who believes in critical race theory. Like, so help me God. So help me God. <laughs> but why are they going after drag queens and not say like, you know, pup, pup fetishes, you know? Because well, you'd have to explain to your grandmother what that is. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody knows what a drag queen is now. Thanks to RuPaul's Drag Race. See, when people give you rights, sometimes they're taking other stuff away. Yeah. So well, the solution is that we need to do a reality TV show about the thing that annoys us the most. So that way conservatives and Republicans and fascists can pass laws making them illegal. No, I think we're all just going to go to hell. We're all fucked. It's all over. First they came for the reality TV stars. Then they came for the drag queens. Then they came for Cher. And then they, they came. They can me. take share. I'm they mad at share. Why you fuck share? I'm pissed at share right now. She she stole my boyfriend, and I'm really hurt emotionally. You didn't even know. Like this guy yeah, I, I you don't even. Come on. We, you, did, you don't even know his name. I don't need to know his name. Okay. <laughs> I he knew me inside now. So what? And, uh, um, if, to explain what Matt's talking about, so Cher's list of romantic conquests is huge. She know, right? she loves a young man. And she says that she uh, has only had two lovers in her whole life. It's not a long list. It's just a good list. Same. <laughs> and I guess uh, one of them was Sonny Bono. Uh, 
And the other guy that she's dating with. Well, she was also married to. She was married to Sonny Bono, yeah. No, but she was also, who's the guy? Greg Allman. Greg Allman, yeah. Yeah, My ex-boyfriend looked like him, my first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sweet I guess home she's, Alabama. You know, this guy she's dating is like 35 or what is it? She's really young, yeah. So she's, he's like a record producer. So you view share his competition now. I just I'm really hurt because like yeah. she just needs to stay out of my dating pool. What? Like he 35 year old black men are sort of like my game. Okay. Like that's the horse I always bet on. And we typically win yeah. like, and I'm just a little upset that she's like in my fucking territory because I have enough competition from like poor white women in the prison system. So like, I just, <laughs> I, I need Cher to just chill out in Malibu and leave like nice guys who te- right. who would text me back. A, like, what is it? What is it? What's up with these Armenian women loving black men? Um, well, I think that, is uh, Chris Jenner's master plan? Is that personally. what it is? I think she's trying to turn Calabasas into a plantation, and <laughs> I think she's just b- building her own team at this point. I think that's the, is that what's going on? That is my most PC. Well, read. he's a very attractive man. I mean, yeah, but um, how how do I want to put this? As a moment, since Black History Month is over, mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it bleed over into March. Okay. Uh, I think we run a higher average than y'all. For what? Like a black five is a lot hotter than a white five. <laughs> like even like eh for us is actually still pretty fucking good looking. Well, you're kind of okay. like the like when I talk to like black women and find out a really hot black man is gay, they're mad about it. They're like, oh, all yeah. a good man is being stolen by the gays. Well, because that you you just took away masturbation fantasies from her. Okay, <laughs> you just took it right out of her hands. She can masturbate and pretend she's a gay man. I don't know that she's ready to go to church after that one. Yeah. You know, that's a Listen, whole lot of. You can live any type of life in your brain you want. That's your private life. You can be any gender yeah. when you're masturbating. Yeah, you can do anything. You I, can be anything you want to be. It, the, the only limit is your imagination. That's right. Did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> you're everything, everything, everything. I dreamed now, I could are you be. sure that Cher has good taste in men? She did date Gene Simmons. For how long? How long is his tongue? Well, that, I think yeah. she knows that I have a good time. She's uh, he, uh, she dated Gene Simmons after her daughter Chastity asked her to get his autograph. What? See. At the time, daughter, you know, son. You can't dead people. You have to go back. Stop. Okay, sorry. You uh, now. Cher started dating. Uh, sorry, Cher started dating Gene Simmons after Cher's son, mm-hmm. who was not out as trans at the time, uh, in 1977, approached. Uh, Chaz approached mom. 1977, baby Chaz would have been like in fucking middle school. And, and approached Just mom all and like, said, mom, I want please. you to get uh, Gene Simmons' signature. And so they hit it off and they dated for a while. Oh, wow. You've settled for the rest. Now have the best. Me, Gene Simmons. I wonder how she dealt with his cockiness because he was real cocky, right? She's like, snap out of it. I mean, I some know. sometimes there's some people who believe that Superwoman's looking for Superman. That like a really confident boss ass woman wants a guy who's even cockier and just a step ahead. In '84, she dated Val Kilmer after uh, at the height of his career, at the height of his sex appeal in Top Gun. Wasn't well, she was fucking Tom Cruise for a little bit? Really? Well, yeah. she would have only been in her 40s then, right? Yeah, mm. she went to she after she was done with Val Kilmer, she went started dating Tom Cruise. I mean, I mean, he's, I'm sure he's that didn't short. last long. Well, I mean, maybe he was <laughs> well, straight. Cher's then. tiny too, right? Yeah. Well, no, like, Cher's tall. She no. put a, she got on a ladder. People say people say that like people right. think of Cher as tall. Mm-hmm. She's tiny, like really? she's tiny, like Madonna's tiny. Yeah, like all. 
all those like they're all tiny. so how short would Sonny have been if she Sonny was like 410 i'm screaming i mean he was like 410 411 and he would have worn like lips <laughs> then why didn't yes. he just have a disability check like <laughs> uh, dated uh, richie sambora in the late 80s and uh, eric clapton as well mm, eric so clapton she, cheeks i mean <laughs> She's had a, quite a few uh, famous lovers, you know. Well, Cher's supposedly five foot seven, and Sonny Bono is five foot five. There, there is more than a two inch difference. But I feel like that. I, I feel like they're shorter than that. I feel like she's probably five eight, and he's probably five four. Mm-hmm. That seems more realistic no, to me. I just want to stay home and eat a pizza and watch. Do you know what Sonny movies? is short for? What? Salvatore. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah. he's Italian as hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. But when you like look at Sonny, like come mm-hmm. on, look at that mustache. That's an Italian man. Mm-hmm. That's like a very like. D- d- how much baloney do you need from the so deli? So he was born in Detroit in 1935, and he died in 1998 at Heavenly Mountain Resort. Well, yeah, he skied right into a tree. Heavenly Mountain. I now mean, that's got to give you a clue. Don't go there. It's time to go, son. <laughs> um, check the year. I think he died the year before I was born. 98. Oh, no, he died the year I was born. Okay. okay. So so are you thinking that it's possible for Sonny Bono's spirit to possess your body? No, I think I killed him. You killed him? Yeah. How so? Well, because you were born in f- what year? 98. What month? January. January okay. what? 23rd? Yeah, so he died the 5th. So you could be the reincarnation of Sonny Bono if you want to be. Oh, gr- I think I sing a little better than that. <laughs> I would. I, I hope both my vo- voice teachers would vouch to that if they were alive. <laughs> what would like so- Sonny Bono singing sound like through your voice? Uh, uh, well, it's, I got you. It, it sounded like my Bob Dylan. <laughs> they say we're young and we don't know. We won't find out until... You sound like, like a motorcycle. Basically. Basically. <laughs> and then Impression was brought to you by Cool Blue 100s. Yeah. Um, it's brought no. to you by AI. Are you smoking these days? No, I theoretically quit like as a New Year's resolution, and I haven't like 100% like I have had cigarettes since then, mm. but like I am mainly vaping nicotine through a jewel. It's way cheaper. It's way better. Oh, is for, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are real cigarettes real expensive now? Incredibly. Mine got up to, they actually have increased in price since I stopped smoking, which is another reason why I don't mm-hmm. want to go back. Um, How much is a pack now? My cigarettes are up to fifteen eighty a pack. Wow! And I could smoke. I could smoke two of those in a day sometimes. I, and I was up to a pack to a pack and a half a day. Yeah, yeah. So cigarettes are expensive. Groceries are expensive. Mm-hmm. Booze is ex- more expensive mm-hmm. than ever. Mm-hmm. Are like you know is like meth or heroin or shit like that? Is that gone up in price too? Well, I don't know. I mean, do you want to check for track marks? <laughs> Billy Holiday's dead. I'm here. I want to um, like listeners out there. If you guys are, are drugs more expensive, I don't really do yeah. other drugs outside of weed. So I don't I'm wondering really... if the bad economy is getting people to turn to cheaper drugs just to get higher to you know for recreational use. I mean, I imagine, but like I also think that all of that kind of oh god, I'm sounding like fucking narcos here. I don't know if I want to talk about this. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. You're no? like narcos. Yeah. You, yeah. I, I don't need. To, I don't need to know about all that. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, well uh, you're, so you're not Pedro Pascal, you're more the other guy. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking, yeah. in, in my experience, back when I was uh, living a little harder, we'll mm-hmm. just put it that way, um, those prices tend to be relatively stable. Yeah. 
yeah. What is up with that? Is it the cartels determining what the price of like you know illegal underground well, I drugs think that are? They know that like if they raise the price too high, people aren't going to buy it, yeah. right? Because like they have so many other expenses. Well, marijuana is it is it going up? Is it staying? It's steady? definitely going up, and especially now since the dispensaries in Illinois are in the yeah. business, mm-hmm. pot's more expensive. You used to be able to get a lot cheaper from your dealer, and you still can if you can, if you have a good dealer and you like the the pot you're getting from them. Because you can't even escape getting a medical marijuana card now because they, there's a fee for it. Yes. It's like two or yeah. 400 bucks up front. That's crazy. Yeah. And it lasts for like three years or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So and that's like $200 a year or $100 a year. But it means that every oh all of your purchases at the dispensary that were tax free, though. Yeah. Are lower tax. I'm not, I'm not. Huh. I think it's a lower tax. I think you still get yeah. taxed. How are you going to live in America and not get taxed? Goddamn government. Especially on something that's medical. Government. Good good might man. as well have a medical tax on it, too. I know, goddamn. So you disappoint. Like, so is Trump arrested yet? Uh, according as of taping this, he has not. But mm-hmm. uh, they, they didn't stop the internet from going to AI. Mm-hmm. software and creating images of hilarious images, by the way, of Trump getting arrested. I'm like, you know, if he does ever get arrested this week, I'd like to see some real life versions of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hilarious. Like him in an orange jumpsuit, oh, yeah. mopping yep. the floor and Melania Trump with a glass of champagne cackling. And yep. then he is in prison being lovers with Vladimir Putin. It's br- brilliant. I want him to get arrested like by Melania like I want Melania to be like a CIA plant and then like when she, one night when she pretends to fuck him she like mm-hmm. oh let's do the handcuffs and she then did- she just calls in the SWAT team and they take him out and he's like naked and his wigs off mm-hmm. and he's just like handcuffed and furry handcuffs and then the FBI takes him away mm-hmm. <laughs> furry pink handcuffs yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think she was human trafficked by him I think, think that's, she, that's I think case. she was human trafficked a few times before she got to him. Right. I think she'd seen the back of a crate. More I don't know. Than you're she'd ma- seen you guys are making seem, Melania seem like she's kind of a victim and she's just as much of a perp than anybody else. Well, I mean, um, you know? I think you can take advantage of an awful situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, so sure. Stormy Daniels isn't trying to marry him. But I'm him. just trying to think like, you know, could she, you know, she's got that prenup. If she could prove that she was human trafficked by him, might be able to throw Oh, there's the no window. paperwork. No. Oh, there's no paperwork, and it would all been under someone else's names. It probably looks like Eric Botter. Mm. You know, he, he would just say, yeah, no. The really satisfying thing is that with the AI software, seeing images of you know uh, Don, Donald Trump's children mm. weeping and Donald Trump crying, you know, and they're all behind bars and stuff, and it's like, you know, at least we get you know, a fantasy, even though reality is very different. And a lot of people are saying, you know, he's never going to see the light of day. Uh, the, of justice, you know, they are all on enough meds to not shed a tear through that situation. I think they'd all remain pretty stoic. Yeah. What kind of meds do you think they take? Cocaine. Um, well, I definitely think they're on, I think they're probably on the real fun. Like they're probably on like the Adderall mm-hmm. Seroquel combo. Mm. Like, I think they're on uppers to get through the day and then some strong take them out at night. I was talking to a dude from Columbia and he's like, yeah, in Columbia, we really don't do that much cocaine because we have uh, we send that here because we do better drugs there. I'm like, wait a second. There's better drugs than cocaine. Yes. Like, what is it? He's just like, there's this thing called YZ. I haven't had a chance to really look at the up. letter Y. 
Y and the letter yeah, Z. Yeah, and he's just like, that's what everybody's taking it back home. I want to do crocodile because that makes all your skin fall off and it's oh, time to shit. go. Whatever happened to all those people that were doing that? I think their arms and legs fell off and they're not people anymore. I think they're artifacts. They're, art, they're crocodiles, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, oh, man. That I've was the, never heard of this YZ. It, it's okay. YZ 1800. Is it a powder? YZ, it seems like some kind of like is it a medication made from a plant? Do you put it in your ass? Yeah, from it's a root. A plant. Mm-hmm. Of Polygala tenufila mm-hmm. wild. It's an extract. Yeah. And I, I'm, I just, I, I mean, I'm like learning shit on the podcast. What is the high supposed news. to be like? Can you look up what the high is supposed to be like? Like, is it supposed to be like weed? Is it like an upper? Is it a down? It makes you feel good. But isn't that what all drugs do? No. Basically. Some make you want to fight people. Uh, it helps to uh, mute depression. So if you're like dealing with depression or sadness, which who isn't? Um, mm-hmm. it, it helps to basically where boost did, your feelings of wellness. Where did you say people were doing this drug, Mark? Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. Okay, so we're advertising. We're actually encouraging everybody to get <laughs> a one-way expensive. ticket to Columbia <laughs> and find all the YZ you can. Walk up to the first person in a uniform you can see and say, TNS L, what is it? Y Z Zota. Uh, y Z cincuenta. cincuenta. Yeah. yeah. How do you say Z? Y Z cincuenta. Yeah, yeah. TNS Because they're not going to call it Y Z. No, no. But this is the question. Like, is, is it illegal in the United States? Can we go to like you know a, dr- a marijuana dispensary and get it? Is it like Mark Delta I, Nine or whatever? Mark and I were like at a place and we we're like, there's no way they're going to sell marijuana legal in this place and they were like sure why not you know? i love how you say marijuana like you're 79 years old like you sound like matlock right marijuana. now you literally sound like andy griffith on matlock how, do, how should um, i pronounce it j- weed oh not saying the choosing to say the word marijuana loud the children the are children. smoking marijuana and i find this to be very <laughs> modern and a little upsetting but i am trying to evolve marijuana marijuana i usually call it pot or Stinkweed. Mota, if I'm talking to Shit. Spanish speakers. Oh, yeah, which is quite frequently. It you is. know, when you're in El Barrio, you know, con tus amigos, <laughs> you know, just bibiendo. con muchos hombres y mujeres que habla español. Te credo. Muchos. Podemos oh, no. hacer este podcast en español porque los tres de nosotros hablamos español muy uh, bien. ¿Dónde está la energía para este? <laughs> El próximo, okay. Los próximos cinco minutos van a ser en español solamente okay. en Feast of Fun o se llama La Fiesta de Felicidad. Podemos hacer este en español, pero like, a veces voy a, voy a intercambiar el italiano, el alemán, el francés. No. Uh, it, Tienes sí. que hablar solamente en español porque entonces la gente no te entiende. Oye, Matt, dime más que de, de Cher que se está tratando de robar tu novio. No, no, no. Vamos a ver. Vamos a hacer. Nosotros hablábamos de esto en el pasado, hacer un show completamente en español. Y yo quiero escuchar hablar su español. Eso es muy cómico de mí porque. alto para esto. Está muy intoxicado. Tiene mucha. La cucaracha. La palabra es borracho. La palabra es borracho. No puede caminar porque no tiene, porque le falta marihuana para fumar. Es muy interesante de mí porque nunca en mi vida necesito. 
necesitado uh, contar un chiste en español. Pues dime uh, pues, pues, una, una historia cómica. Una historia cómica. Uh, uh, pues pues um, el, el, el cantante Cher. La uh, cantante. La, oh, sí, sí, sí. La cantante Cher. Sí, sí. ¿Qué es su Por género ahí. preferido? Uh -huh. ¿Qué es su género preferido? ¿Él o ella? ¿O sé? <risa> El maricón. Mush. Mush. Uh, mush. Marica. Um, es mi preferido. Um, pues, uh, Cher, Cher estaba es... robando a su sí, novio. Sí, sí. Quiere mi, mi hombre. Y porque... Honey, I can't do that. I, can't, I, I cannot <laughs> tell a goddamn joke in Spanish. You lasted about a couple okay? minutes. I can yeah. have a conversation. I yeah, can't tell you a joke. Yeah, you can have for about two minutes. I can, I can talk, but I can't tell a joke. That's just okay. not happening. Well, that's funny. It's kind of interesting seeing your brain work in different ways. I'm, honey, you know? honey, this We got to know them. a little bit of Matt... An intimate part of Matt. Oh, God. Matt after midnight. I'm going to throw up. Boom, boom, boom. Voy a vomitar. Has tratado de comunicarte con Cher para decirle, mira, suelta mi hombre porque no es tuyo, él es mío. Cada hombre que he conocido es tuyo. En serio. El mío, no, de Cher, no, 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 es tuyo. No, 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 es tuyo. No preocupes. Cher es muy vieja y entonces va a morir. Muy pronto. Mm -hmm. pronto. Y entonces hay que esperar <laughs> okay. por su muerto. Entonces el hombre es lo tuyo. Ok. En realidad, <laughs> en tu pinche vida, <laughs> ¿has visto una mujer seconda negra? No, no, no. Have, nunca, man, nunca. Have you ever talked a Spanish at work? Like how to speak Spanish to somebody? Sí, para años. Un poquito tú. Because like, we've all had been in work experiences where we had to switch language, right? Mm -hmm. Code switching, literally. And sometimes I pretend like I don't speak any Spanish, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is hilarious. And so, señor, usted necesita ayuda hoy. Puedo ayudarlo con usted. Okay, Peggy. Usted tiene una cita, por favor. And they're just like, what are you doing? You sound like your Uncle Bill. <laughs> My Uncle Bill uh, uh, yeah. grew up in Mexico. Yeah. No, but he, it habla español con, he sounds like well, the. Well, because he's an old man. What, is, that what is that character line. from uh, Star Wars that wears the hat and the, and the, he's the, uh, uh, the villain? Uh, you know what I'm talking uh, about? One that looks like he a Mexican. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I forget. Bane. Bane. My uncle sounds like Bane. And then when he talks in Spanish, he sounds like Bane in Spanish. All it's my uncles hilarious. sound like fucking Boomhauer. How you doing, man? <laughs> it's Uncle Bill, and I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna get my bounty tonight. And <laughs> you know, shit like that. And you're like, mm -hmm. wow, this is a real person. He really sounds like that. Somewhere. You yeah. know, but like the language flip thing is really very people are able to do it with much more facility than you think like it's kind of like a light switch you go in you go out like because like back in my classical music days sometimes you'd be like singing german music with like a yeah. conductor who spoke spanish and then everyone else mainly spoke english or you know it'd be italian music with the german conductor or whatever and you just kind of you, you hear it and you do it and you make it happen but i'm curious like for listeners who heard that segment for five seconds were they just like This is just nonsense gibberish or did they could they understand a little bit, you know, because there are people who have grown up listening to our voices. Mm -hmm. And so may they, they may not speak Spanish, but they may understand the intonation or the nature of what we were saying. Yes. We're learn Spanish now. 
Tengo mucho deseo para chuparte la pinga. Muchísimas gracias, pero no puedo. <risa> Me no. gusta uh, las pingas sin uh, queso. <risa> oh, God. That means I like dick without cheese. Yeah. <risa> ¿Estás soltero? <risa> no estás interesado en los nachos. <risa> ¿Quién es más macho, Matt Brown o Mark Filia? <risa> The world will never know. So what did you think, Matt, We have uh, of Chris Rock's Netflix special? Um, I liked it. And his it. comedy show. I liked it a talking lot. talking about the whole, the bitch slap. It was authentic Chris. Like, it was very, like, 90s Chris. Like, mm -hmm. it's, like, why we like Chris Rock, I think. Like, all the things that, like, you know, the original, like, mm -hmm. Chris that maybe kind of, like, matured or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like he sort of matured back into, like, a truer version of, like, what we're... What we're used to. Were you a little disappointed that it was the the comedy about the bitch slap was only or the punch was only like seven minutes long? I mean, I how, felt like it could have been longer. How it long could have been you, half the special? Yeah. How long are you supposed to talk about fifteen seconds of your life? <laughs> well, had, had, had nine he, minutes. Had nine he done minutes. it? Have he done that comedy special because it was live, right? Yes. And had he done it like a month after it happened? the whole world would have been watching that, you know? And I guess the, the in terms of, like, viewership for the Netflix special, it wasn't very good. Um, so it was good, but it wasn't, like, it up wasn't there with stellar, Dave Chappelle yeah. level. Which is kind of amazing to me, because I'm just like, that Oscar slap just captured the zeitgeist for so long. Right. But then, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, you know, got a lot of buzz because of the trans stuff. But I mean, also, he's the people say he's the greatest of all time. So it's, True. Like, it's you know, it's, it's kind of interesting that... Uh, as big as that Oscar thing was, it's not going to beat Dave Chappelle talking about trans. So, are people. you saying that trans people help make Dave Chappelle? Oh more yeah, of course. So I'm, your anger listen. at Dave Chappelle actually helped put money in his well, bank. Well, people are like, you know, people are interested, like whether they think about it or not. They're like, people are interested in gender. They're interested in their own gender. They're people interested in other people's gender, and so they're interested in people talking about that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. us. And, and they want to. They want to oh, hear yeah. people like get. You know, and they and some people want, you know, they want people to be mean towards other people. So my like favorite. Yeah. yeah, that's where I fit in. That's yeah. where that's where joy sparks in my heart. Mm -hmm. the, the desire to be cruel and inhumane, you know, especially to your ex lovers. Uh, oh, God. You know, I, I'm I just like I like to make sure that everybody I've ever met's crying. Like that's really, you know, you know, for, for somebody who's like such a, a sour, salty Bitch, mm -hmm. you are the nicest person I know. You see, you understand. Like, like I can, I cannot say anything to piss you off. The bi is polar. You understand. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, it's but like here. a lot of people are like, I think they're a, a bit intimidated by you. And I said, Oh yeah, just give Matt some pot and and some dessert or food or something, and mm -hmm. he's like a, a little, you know, stray. Are cat. comedians afraid of you? I, I think anyone who is scared fucking should be. If they're not paying attention. <laughs> That that's really how I feel. Because I have a feeling you walk into a comedy club and there's some some of your fellow comedians probably like shit. There is a little I bit of like a myself. there is like a little bit of a hush and a titter and like, <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know like that. But I, you never said something on stage that like upset someone. Like you never got into a fight with somebody over something you said. Unlike us, which we're like. And I'm convinced on stage, like got into a fight over a joke. Yeah. yeah. Like, like uh, we, we do this podcast. We've done it for now. How long has this been? 18 years. 18 years. And you know, every so often, like weather, uh -huh. someone comes after me. The most recent one was there was this guy who was like, you did not do enough to prevent 
transphobic lesbians from using the lesbian flag as a symbol to organize and so I guess the turfs are using the lesbian flag that we designed as a joke on the show um, in 2008. There, there actually is now the lesbian flag. They're using it as a as a pride symbol against excluding trans people. And this young man, I, I'm assuming his gender was male and stuff, uh, presents as male, was mad at me for for doing that. And and then he forgot. They had this conversation and you try to cancel me. Mad at you for something you have no control. Nothing in control. They stole my car. They robbed a bank. And and I don't. I still don't have my car. You know what I'm saying? And and I had nothing to do with it. And he mm. was mad that I didn't do enough to prevent that from happening. And like I could, you know, send my lawyers after them. This invisible group of people. But okay, fucking. But so he last week is like forgot about all of that, and now he's like hitting me up for sex on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is that guy. And I'm just like, I had already blocked him across all the social media. Yeah. But he had forgotten because the conversation took place a couple of years ago and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm just like, I'm just now convinced anybody who has ever tried to cancel me or Mark or anything is Mm -hmm. because they had a crush. They were like subconsciously in love with us. And so because they couldn't kiss us or whatever, they wanted to beat us up. Now you that have sounds not, like some male toxic behavior. Maybe, yeah, and it's usually coming from people who are assigned male at birth, or mm-hmm. you know. Um, have you ever gotten into a fight with somebody because of something you said? No, uh, and especially not over a joke, because like anybody who would have a problem with yeah. anything, I would say on stage, uh, they can't follow me. You know, like, so whatever you have to, whatever someone who might be upset would have to say, well, bitch, the people who got the chops ain't ain't got no fucking problems. So, like, you know, I I don't really, I don't really run into that. Like, nobody really has the balls to fucking step to me sideways. I can't imagine anybody would. I'd be scared as fuck, because you seem like the kind of sissy that would just, like, read me from from top to bottom, and then maybe even cut me. Which is exactly how I am. Yeah. Uh, One of my very good friends in (laughs) in stand-up, who I love to death, his name's Jarrell Scott Barnes. He's hilarious. Um, He's always said, I heard him say this years ago, when he's repeated himself, and I still bring it up from time to time, he's like, Matt's 80% Kathy Griffin and 20% nigga off the street. <laughs> and that is what you, that's what you're getting. That's what you're getting. That could be like your bio. Um, and also another funny guy, Joe, I'm going to write that down. Uh, and then another funny guy, uh, Joe Medoff, who does stand up around here once told me he's like, Matt does not need a cigarette to breathe fire out of his nose. <laughs> So people yeah. people know better than to get a smart mouth with me because I'm got a smarter one. So. It'll eventually happen, and and part of it is like I want to tell everybody if somebody's coming after like Will Smith and and Chris Rock, they're people who work together. You know, mm-hmm. um, they may have had a friendship. You know, and and there's been rumors that uh, Will Smith is a little bit bisexual. You know, um, I I'd eat it. You know, so my question is maybe do you think oh, that yeah. Will Smith is Outrage and ang- visceral anger at the Oscars was not just as Chris Rock positioned it that his being hurt by his wife and he was misplaced. He was projecting that anger towards Chris Rock. It was also because it hurt. It stung more because they had a very deep 
friendship or possible romance. Will did not want to dig in Chris's ass. I promise you. <laughs> that has nothing to do no, with everything. Get better we, need, we need to stop making everything gay. Not everything's gay. Just because you are doesn't gay. mean everything's gay. I'm not saying gay. it's gay. I'm saying that the, 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 the comedy hurt more because they were close. I think the comedy hurt more because he has a terrible... He does not have the Will best. Smith. Yeah. Were they close? I don't think they were close. They close. were friends, yeah, for a long time. They, I mean, you know, as close as we are with Matt, I guess. Okay. You know? Let's put it this way. Yeah. Everybody knows that Will and Jada have an open relationship. Entanglement. Everybody yeah. can name multiple people that Jada has fucked. Yeah. Nobody knows who Will's sleeping with. So the image is out here that Will Smith has this wife who is just free willy with what's between her legs, and that's their arrangement. Good for that's her. Fine. I love cool, her. Cool, who cares? God bless you, Jada Pickett Smith. Bless. Sis, me too. <laughs> me too. Whatever I got has always belonged to the entire county. So I, I relate. But yeah. I'm saying that you have a man who feels like he his his perception out in the world is that his he's wife is that he's he's a cuck. His wife doesn't really respect him. He ain't really no type of man. And so the one spot where he knows millions of people are watching live and they're not going to do anything about it. He's going to do the most masculine posturing. Fuck you. That's my wife. That's my woman. Ho, 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 ho. Shit. He can. So behind closed doors is what you're saying is that he's probably like into humiliation. So he wants to be like tied up in a corner and have her get banged while he, some, like, so he watches and be like, I, you will never satisfy this. <laughs> never. I don't even know if that's what he likes privately, but I think the, it could be. I think the situation of how people in the public who don't even know him, yeah. how they consider his marriage, I think he finds that to be humiliating. Mm. I think the way people perceive his relationship, I think that's But aren't they open about having an open relationship or no? They're not really open. How many it. celebrities are open about things that they'd rather not be because someone else is going to say it first and get some money for uh, it? Monique said uh, both she and her husband are open yeah, and but I don't think have they sex like with to, men and women. But I don't think they like you know? to talk too much about it. No, and, and this is the thing. Like, you know, we, you and I, do, we're married. Yes, we We've are. done a talk shows for 18 yeah. years. How many times has our friends, our audience asked us to talk about our sexual shenanigans the on time. the show. And do we usually talk about it? No. Sometimes. Most of the time mm-hmm. we don't. I talked about that. The boy dog. What? The boy dog, yeah. We the usually furry. talk about, but oh. we don't talk about like, you know, it's like, it's usually there's another layer or something funny or yes. strange about it. It's not like we're talking about things that hurt us. Well, cause in some ways, you know, I mean, sexy, yeah. it's fun, but it's also kind of mundane. Also too, I don't want to brag. But, <laughs> you know, come Cause, on. Because we're also reacting to other podcasts yeah. who shall not go named that basically are filled with people bragging about their sex lives. And I consider that to be a little bit um, uninteresting. Um, I do not get yeah. my identity out of having a lot of sex. No. Like, that's not no. who I am. No. I'm not interested in hearing getting whether you're getting. Yeah. I, I'm more yeah. interested in hearing you whether you're happy and feeling self-actualized and connected to the world than whether you're, you got 10 dicks or no dicks. You know what Typically I'm the more different dicks that are in my life, the less happy I am. <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's red table talk or whatever the show they did on Facebook. No, I, I watch a few episodes. No, I was, I uh, watched her. I watched the, them talk about the entanglement. I, I was spray painting my bald spot like Richard Simmons. I was busy. <laughs> and I thought, you know, it had a lot of potential, but the problem with a lot of people who do podcasts, even if there's a big 
corporation bankrolling it is they don't have the training, the infrastructure that, say, a movie or a sitcom would have. It's just them and a few people with a camera crew. And, you know, they don't have the the wisdom. They don't have the experience. They don't have an editor saying, you know, you might want to position this in a different way. You may want to do this in a way that saves your relationships, saves you from public humiliation. They yeah. Have that but here's my also thing. Yeah. If it takes an outside voice for you to reconsider sitting down with your husband and talking about fucking your kid's best friend in front of God, and I everybody think considered anything. If, if you needed some help evaluating that decision, you're a little like you deserve whatever consequences happened to you. Cause you're a little too stupid to survive. But this if is you problem. couldn't figure out that that was a bad idea, that was going to be really humiliating. You kind of are dumb enough to deserve every bad thing that happens. They're like know? Michael Jackson with a proper fault. No one's saying no to the pig. Kit no, Smiths. they're like Michael Jackson with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like there, there's no one around them saying, you know, this is not necessarily a good idea. You may want to like sit on it. You may want not to do it. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin Get did not say sit on it. He had, he had his hands on his other cheeks. Yeah. That was a different thing. That's a different home alone fucking poster, but you know, it's homo alone, but, <laughs> but you know, it's, <laughs> but think about it is, it's like, you know, I, I and, I, and Mark and I, we've talked to so many people who are couples and families and friends, <laughs> never with a woman land okay, and, and do podcasts and yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, do, the act of doing a podcast can bring you together, but it also can create horrible situations where mm-hmm. your dirty laundry, hurt feelings, uh, terrible, you know, grievances on your on your relationship well, maybe, make it onto the air. Maybe to them it just didn't really mean mm-hmm. as much as it might mean to somebody else. They're like, we can talk about this publicly. I don't yeah. care. It seemed know? really intense, especially yeah. when Will Smith was uh, crying. Well, he was reconnecting with the the woman he had fired, who played on was it on Vivian? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What's her name? Um, uh, 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 shit. Oh, and I used to know her, Janet Janet Hubert Walker. Jan- Janet Hubert, right? So Janet Hubert, he's sitting there, and she's like, "You are a piece of shit. You basically blacklisted me in Hollywood. My my life got fucked because of you. But I don't give you the the power to ruin." It. And he's just like, "Oops, sorry," you know. And I'm just like, it would have been, part of me was like, if I were Jenna Huber, I'd just be like, throw a slap at him or something. You know, I kind of wanted to see Will Smith. This was after the Oscar slap, right? Or before the no, Oscar? No, way before. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we should have a new TV show <laughs> where it's just different people get to slap Will Smith. <laughs> Like, it's just 24 episodes. You pick a different reason. Maybe Willow's mad that he didn't fold her laundry fast enough and, like, just right across the face. Um, maybe he can be late to set one day and the director just really gets to belt him one. Like, I just think it's just following him around, getting his ass beat. I think that'd be a fun little docuseries. I mean, I want Will Smith to be happy. I want him to live a good life. And I want him to live like 1973 Tina Turner. And I want him to to make fr- amends with people. You know, it's like I don't want to see any. It's like this whole idea of like getting even with people by wishing them harm is yeah. to me, ch- you know, because what childish. you put out there in the universe comes back at you like ten yes. times. What yeah. if what if Will is Tina and Jada's Ike? Like, what if she beats the <laughs> shit out of him? Like, she weighs ninety seven pounds and she just like dents the side of his head with her rings and shit. She probably has a lead pipe. Oh, I bet she does, and she oh, wears it. Jesus. I bet she wears it. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, you've dug up this, uh, you do a podcast, uh, as a web series on YouTube. Yes. YouTube.com slash black music archive, black music archive. Yes. And you examine the, the singing styles of the great 
divas. Absolutely. We like to cover a lot of R&B music, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s, and we're getting into more classical stuff. Yeah. And it's hot. It's a good time. It's it's a it's a growing show. People like celebrities are tuning in and Oh yeah, no, Laverne Cox is a fan of our channel. <laughs> we have over eighty two thousand. We're not supposed to talk about Laverne point. Cox. No. Um we can talk about her in a positive, loving, wonderful way because she's a very talented actress. <laughs> and this um, is see, see, we don't gossip about people. No, we well, can just be good at what you do and like what I do and we can happily move the fuck along. <laughs> like that's all that's all fine. But so in in doing <laughs> In doing this show, you, you're getting a lot of people weighing in and they send you a lot of cool stuff. And the most fascinating thing that I that you just dug up is someone took AI software and took Mariah Carey's voice yes. and started having her sing I'm Every Woman I'm Every by Woman. Whitney Houston. The Whitney Houston or the Shaka Khan version? Oh, that! Oh, I, I can't remember what they did for the chorus. It should we play a little version. bit of it? Because it's so um, cool. I sent it to you, so yeah, you should be it. able to play it for the kids. It. Okay, hold on a second. And here. it can't be copyright infringement because it's not real. It's, right, it's a robot. Well, are the notes real? Oh, uh, no, like they must have put it together from like syllables of other stuff because like Mariah never sang this. Okay, here it is. The beginning of it sounds really good, really accurate. I love how they were able to put in like all the harmonies and stuff. That really interested me because it's all like different layers of Mariah. Do you think it was kind of weird at the end when she starts saying death to humanity, humanity would be crushed? <laughs> I, yeah, when it, when it said pro-Al-Qaeda, death to America, I was like, this is, this is, I, I don't remember the Osama remix of Butterfly. <laughs> this is, this reminds me of the time when they used CGI to get Fred Astaire to dance with a vacuum cleaner as an ad on television, people were mad. And so he's and dancing. Were angry about We're it. really angry about this. But I kind of like the idea of like deceased artists who no longer giving us new songs. I mean, Michael Jackson's estate mm-hmm. can make a lot of money by using AI software to come out with new Do music. Do you think that sounded Elvis? like Mariah? Do you think, did it sound it sounded good, good to you? I, thought it I think good. that when you listen to that specific video, that as you listen to it longer, you can sort of hear the magic fall away. Mm-hmm. But, I think the technology is going to get better and better rather quickly. Wow. And it'll. So you could have Mariah just be like, hey, AI, uh, have Mariah Carey do the whole Cole Porter catalog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Or you could get Carol Channing doing, I'm every woman. It's all in me. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, AI, can, um, you sh- can you show me what Carol Channing would sound like if she didn't smoke? No computer can understand this request. Must destroy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just smoke. Smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, AI, what would Elaine Stritch sound like singing opera? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking this is like, a, I'm excited about the future. You know, this is like. Anything can happen with it. I'm not excited. I'm terrified. It's on unexpected consequences. And some of those unexpected consequences will be devastating. 
I'm already devastated. And other ones will be hilarious. Well, like the big problem is that <laughs> first of all, we have to give Millie Vanilli their Grammys back. If we accept this shit, we have to go give them their Grammys back from 1990 or whatever. But like my real fucking upset about the whole AI thing is that technique will become antiquated. Right. Learning how to sing properly the way I trained six days a week for eight years will become completely unnecessary and old fashioned and a waste of time and foolish. Because everything can be auto-tuned, right? Well, like nothing it's has not to be. It's not just auto-tuned. It can I be, can just speak and I can be singing opera. Nothing yeah. has to exist anymore. Right. Nor a lender be, and then it just goes right into yeah. it, right? Like, <laughs> is that the Gilligan's Island? <laughs> yes, of course. Eventually, the technology the will get to that point. Yeah, and nothing really has to exist or be good or matter, and it's just gonna all go to hell. We're all yeah. going to hell. And AI took like one of those GMAT tests or the LSAT, and I think they did like, MCAT. MCAT. They did like ninety percent on one test and like eighty something on the other. Mm-hmm. Percent. Yeah. So the AI can be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Cool. Dr. AI. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself if the robots don't do it first. I, maybe possible we can get an AI like third. Like a, we'll have a throuple with an AI. Get a strap on like a dyke. <laughs> you think you're so fucking special. I think those AI uh, versions of ourselves are pretty sexy, though. You know, I don't know. There's some, like I have a friend of mine. I'm not. Oh, my God. I'm going to get so no, much oh, trouble. Don't, don't say it. I'm going to get so much trouble. Say it. So, don't say what it was for. He brought in a photo for a promotional material. Thank you. <laughs> okay. For a promotional material. Uh-uh. He brought it in, and there was a lot of people around. And I said, oh, this is really beautiful photo and stuff. And a friend of ours leans over and says, oh, you're using one of those AI pictures? And he's like, no, it's a, it's a photo from a photo shoot. And then other people, it looks like an AI photo. It surely looks like an AI photo. they kept piling on. And it's like 10 people all being like, this looks like an AI photo. He's like, no, it doesn't. And he's like, (laughs) you know, crying about it. And I'm just thinking, either he's trying to pass an AI because he's too broke to hire a photographer. (laughs) Or he hired a photographer, spent all this money only to get something that looks fake. Like AI. Or what I think is more realistic is that due to people's relationship with social media, their phones and filters, that he has this emotional attachment and emotional investment in actually believing that he looks like that. He, he looks good. But he genuinely in his heart believes that I gotta he looks tell like you, the fake When version. I looked at all those AI photos, all those AI photos, and then I went and looked in the bathroom, I saw... Like I had to deconstruct my face because mm-hmm. I was like, I was seeing the AI photo of mm-hmm. myself in the mirror. I'm so that's why I like, that's why AI a lot of those people, I think the that they're obsessed with those selfies <laughs> and, yeah. and filtering them. Cause like in their mind, yeah. that's what they look like. Something that I would recommend for anybody who's like kind of suffering with the, uh, the, 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 like the very jarring effect of that. <laughs> what I on it, you know, when that happens, yeah. um, if it's about your appearance like that with the filters, something that, uh, really sort of helped me sort of get a little bit more anchored about like what I actually look like, mm-hmm. put a bunch of makeup on and like, take it off. Like, Put all of your facial features on and then get rid of them. Well, this and then kinda, you'll like know what you look like. It's a okay. way you'll get not used to like same. what you look like. Because if you, if you yeah. kind of can't see reality when you see it in front of you, okay, let's go to crazy town in reality. It's not, then the, let's get it's rid not of the it. same thing as trans people having dysphoria, but 
it gives you the ability to appreciate what happens when your brain and what is in the mirror don't sync up. I will not begin to pretend that I have any of the same experiences as that group of people. I will not I'm begin not saying to understand. I, I, I what did I say? Miss Brown. Yeah. Miss Brown. What are the first three letters? I first three words I said. This is not the same. However, it can give you an appreciation for what they go through. Right. I just, I know this is nothing like racism, but so I just, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my oven mitts on back here. How do you fight racism without having some appreciation of the violence and suffering that people go through? Um, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? What is- empathy is critical to undoing injustice. And yeah, to a point, but the thing is, empathy with white people turns into making everything about them, and then we're right back at the beginning, so no. They just need to... This is this is what's interesting. You mm-hmm. know how they're trying to like ban critical race theory and, and criti- you know gender theory? And yeah, stuff like the that? thing I got that, my degree in is about to not exist, guys. Right-wingers are now targeting empathy mm-hmm. in, in public education because they feel that it, it dismantles the system that they're wanting to oppress others by. Mm-hmm. So literally right wingers, you know, broken clock is right twice a day. And they feel like the, at the core of all the stuff they're trying to impose and, you know, fascism, a boot on the face of humanity. They feel the first thing they need to go for is undoing empathy in young. Well, we all know that capitalism it's working re- with Matt. <laughs> pardon. Pardon. I think we all very well know, as people who've had to earn our way in the world, that uh, capitalism does nothing but reward sociopaths. So, of course, empathy's got to go if you're economically minded. So we agree. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, but why is that a surprise? If you really look at other things you know to be true and ask yourself Mm -hmm. two questions about them, yeah, we get right there. Mm -hmm. Get rid of the shock and get to action. So we agree empathy is critical in undoing systemic inequality. Mm, That's what you just said. No, I didn't say that. I I think empathy is helpful, but I think but I think empathy has more to damage their economic system, not their racial hierarchy. Sounds like the same thing to me. Uh, well, though I use different. Think about it differently. Yeah, but it's you know we don't have to. I I feel what you're saying, Fausto. Well, Matt, uh, I mean, do you feel like what is the what is a critical ingredient in undoing systemic inequality? Besides going to see Matt Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you show. performing? Um, I'm going to be performing. Um, oh, shit, honey. You got, you can't. At the, my, the plugs come at the end. You can't surprise me with I think this. We're, I, we're getting close to the end, are we not? This is the end. This, this is the, the end. Because we got some cinnamon buns that need to go on the end. Oh, That's right. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm all surprised here. Okay. You're so yeah. stoned and high, you don't even know what your name is. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Get out of my house. Um, yeah, no. Your name is Matt Brown. Yeah, my name is Matt. You live Brown. in Chicago. My I live in Your Chicago. Your pronouns are Z, Z, Y, Z, because you're a, you're a, uh, you're a fun drug. My pronouns right now are what? Why? Uh, your uh, pronouns are fee fi fo fum. Stick stick my thumb right up your bum. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So, uh, but if you're in the New York area, I'll be yeah. coming to visit y'all very very soon. I'll be there Easter weekend, and I have a show actually on April eighth, that Saturday, um, in Brooklyn at the Gutter in Greenpoint. So yeah, that'll I told be. You to stay out of the Gutter, Matt. I'm trying my best, but stay yeah. off the pole. So that's at nine p.m. April eighth, New York City, the Gutter, Brooklyn. At 9 p.m. Oh, you're gonna, it's going to be a sold-out show. I fucking hope so. Come to CYSK. So should people get their tickets ahead of time because it's going to sell out? Sure. <laughs> I love this, like, reverse. And this is the problem with all comedians. Mm. We talk so many here. 
you have them on and they're like, oh, uh, no one's gonna come see me. No one That's loves not me. True. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, they can buy their shit in advance. Look, but we have a lot of people that listen to the podcast in New York. I want people out in New York to just know. I want. I want, them to, I want them to come and see you on stage and get up there and pretend to slap you, but not really I, slap you. Yeah, like, keep you can do my a, dick you out can of do your a theatrical mouth. Slap right. Like can, if somebody I, came up and pretended to slap you, you'd be able to roll. With I could it, do right? a theatrical fall. <laughs> I could do a theatrical weep. I could do a theatrical beg for someone to call an ambulance. <laughs> okay. I, I could definitely accomplish all of that. That's part of your sexual construct. Okay, yeah. Yeah. audience yeah. Uh, listeners. Beat them up. Go to Matt's show. Kisses. And, and, and slap them. Do something. I don't Fine. Know. Do, do, do Surprise Mark, me. Do what Miss Mark and Brown. I are unwilling to do. <laughs> Google Lee Harvey Oswald and see if you get any ideas. And you can find Matt at uh, Miss Brown Comedy. Yes, you Everywhere. finally got my social media tag right. I've been done this podcast 28 times and you finally got my social media You don't media feel right. seen. I, I, I feel heard, but never seen. I'm more seen. staring than seeing you. Yeah. I'm more like judging you, but it's MS, like multiple sclerosis. Uh-huh. Comedy Brown. What is it again? MSMissComedyBrown.com. <laughs> still the elder. I need another drink. That's what it is. <laughs> it's I need an it's I need another drink.com. Miss Brown Comedy. <laughs> yes. I want to yes. remind folks that we can't do this podcast without your support. So if you're not a plus member, sign up today at feastfun.com slash plus because your contribution to the show is what makes the show happen. You can also join us on Patreon for an ad-free experience at patreon.com slash feast of fun and visit our store for your t-shirts. It's t-shirt coming. Experience. Get a t-shirt. Get a t-shirt experience at the Feast of Fun store at feastoffun.com slash Store and I'm on on Instagram with all my thirst traps. Yes, Fausto Fernos and I am as well. Mark Fillion on yes. Instagram and Mark, uh, you respond to all your text messages there, right? Mostly, unless they go into that mm-hmm. other box and they send your dick pics because you don't check those things. I do check them, of course I do. I checked one that was like it was like way too late, and I responded to the person, and they're they like they were mad, and I was like, "Bitch, I don't know you." Yeah, I'm like, spam folder, bitch. It went to the spam folder. Did they write back and they're like, this is Bobby's cousin. He's dead now. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was like, and I was just like, look, I am so sorry. I didn't see this. And I was like, it was too late. But, you know. Rest in peace, Bobby. Yeah. Mm. Bobby. Bobby. We love you. Bobby. Love you, Bobby. Bobby Brown. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, for coming on the show. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you.